glad you could join us today for the Concepts of Faith broadcast. This program is dedicated to teach you how to put the Word of God to work so that it will make a positive difference in the everyday circumstances of your life. And now, here's Charles Caps. God's Word is a blessing. It is sent to deliver us, set us free from evil and the forces of darkness. But yet, a sinner that sits under the gospel and hears the good news of redemption becomes hardened if he doesn't receive it. His heart becomes hardened. Now, do we say that God hardened the sinner's heart? Certainly he didn't. It was the word of God going forth and the same word that hardened one sinner's heart melted the other one's heart and he got saved, born again, and filled with the Holy Ghost. Well, you see, it was the same thing that came upon both of them, but it was their attitude that made the difference. Now, we're talking about the fact that there are things in the Old Testament and even some things in the New Testament that is attributed to God that God did not do, just simply did not do. Now, let's go over to 1 Kings, the 22nd chapter. There's an interesting story here, and I believe we can get some word and get some seed and get some water on it and understand some things a little better. 22nd chapter, and let's see, let's begin with, let me just relate the story. Ahab, king of Israel, he and Jehoshaphat, they were going to go up to Ramoth Gilead. And they were going to take the city, you see. And they decided that they'd gather their prophets together. Let's start down here with about verse 6. Then the king of Israel gathered the prophets together, about 400 men, and said unto them, Shall we go up against Ramoth Gilead to battle, or shall I forbear? And they said, Go up, for the Lord shall deliver it into the hand of the king. Now, remember, these are the prophets of Baal, false prophets. Yes, men. In other words, whatever he wanted to hear, that's what they're going to prophesy. Their head may fall in the morning, you know. And Jehoshaphat said, Is there not a prophet of the Lord besides that we might inquire of him? See, he's a little bit nervous about these (laughs) prophets. And the king of Israel said to Jehoshaphat, There is yet one man, Micaiah, the son of Emmaah, by whom we may inquire of the Lord, but I hate him. For he does not prophesy good concerning me, but evil. And Jehoshaphat said, Let not the king say so. So they called for him, and he came. And verse 12, it said, All the prophets prophesied so, saying, Go up to Ramoth Gilead and prosper, and the Lord shall deliver it into your hand. And the messenger that was gone to call Micaiah spake unto him, saying, Behold now, the words of the prophet declare good unto the king with one mouth. Let thy word, I pray thee, be like the word of one of them, and speak that which is good. And Micaiah said, As the Lord liveth, what the Lord saith unto me, that will I speak. Now I want you to notice something here that happens. Now he begins to mock them. Verse 15, So he came to the king, and the king said unto him, Micaiah, shall we go up against Ramoth Gilead to battle, or shall we forbear? And he answered him, Go up and prosper, for the Lord shall deliver it into the hand of the king. Now, he just got through saying, I'm not going to say anything except what the Lord said. But now see, the key here is, when you write this down, you can't understand it. Because it was his voice infliction that made the difference. 
Now, I realized this when I started writing. You can say things that sound all right, but you write it down the same way and it won't work (laughs) because you don't have a voice infliction. And by the tone of your voice, you can make people know you don't mean what you say. And he was said, yeah, go up, king. It'll be delivered in your hands. Go on. And the king said unto him, How many times I adjure thee that thou tell me nothing but that which is true in the name of the Lord? Now here's a guy that wants him to tell him something good. And when he tells it to him with a mocking voice, he said, Now I've told you not to tell me anything. And he said, I saw all Israel scattered upon the hills as sheep that have not a shepherd. And the Lord said, These have no master. Let them return every man to his house in peace. And the king of Israel said unto Jehoshaphat, Did I not tell thee that he would not prophesy no good concerning me but evil? Now he's told him the truth and he got mad about it. Now see what I'm talking about about attitude? Pharaoh's heart was hardened because he was rebellious. He did not want to do what was right. Here's a king that seemingly wants to know what God said, but when he finds out, he rebels against it. Now notice what happens here. And he said, Hear thou therefore the word of the Lord. Now notice how merciful God is. Even though these kings are plotting to do this thing, which is against the will of the Lord, Notice what God does to him. He reveals to him exactly what happened. He said, Hear therefore the word of the Lord. I saw the Lord sitting on his throne and all the hosts of heaven standing by him on his right hand and on his left. And the Lord said, Who shall persuade Ahab that he will go up and fall at Ramoth Gilead? And one said on this manner and another said on that manner. And there came forth a spirit and stood before the Lord, and said, I will persuade him. And the Lord said unto him, Wherewith? And he said, I will go forth, and I will be a lying spirit in the mouth of his prophets. And he said, Thou shalt persuade him, and prevail also. Go forth and do so. Now notice, God allows the prophet to tell the king exactly what happened in a high-level meeting in heaven. He saw it and told him. said, there's a lying spirit came before the Lord and said, I can persuade him to go up. And God allowed him to do it. Notice he did not assign him to do that. He volunteered to do it. And God let him do it. Now this tells us something that God does not perpetrate evil, but because of attitudes and because people will not listen when God speaks, then God allows evil spirits to deceive them. And God was so merciful about it, He told the man what happened. He said, you've been lied to by your lying prophets. It was an evil spirit. Now you see, There's places that if you read this without the knowledge and understanding, you see, then Satan will steal this light from you and you go around thinking, well, evil comes from the Lord because here's where God put a lying spirit in the mouth of a prophet. No, God didn't do that at all. God allowed it because of the attitude of the individual that did not want to hear what God had said. 
Now you see why it's so important that we have ears to hear. He said, he that hath ears to hear, let him hear. And he that hath not from him shall be taken away even that which he had. In other words, if you don't have ears to hear what God is saying to you in the Word and in your prayer time, if you don't want to hear what God's saying, then He'll let you have strong delusions that you'll believe a lie, that you all might be damned who believe not the truth. You see, we talked about this this morning in the session, the fact that God's Word is both a blessing and a curse. It's a blessing to those that will receive it and believe it and act on it, but the same Word becomes a curse to the individual that turns his back on it and won't act on it or won't receive it when God speaks or when He finds it in the Word. You see, it's one thing to not believe something because you just don't know. But when you know, then won't believe it. Then you see, that's rebellion. And that's unbelief. You see, if an individual just didn't know what God would do, or what He said about salvation, or what He said about healing, then that could be a legal doubt. But when you know what the Word said, then won't believe it. Then Satan will steal from you. And you'll be deceived. Now, notice that God was merciful enough here in this situation to just lay it all out on the table and show this king exactly what happened. That they had a meeting in heaven, and this evil spirit said, yeah, I can persuade him to go. Now, notice it says, verse 23, Now therefore, behold, the Lord hath put a lying spirit in the mouth of all these thy prophets, and the Lord hath spoken evil concerning thee. Now here again, here in the Old Covenant, you find it says, The Lord hath put a lying spirit in his mouth. Well, the Lord didn't do any such thing. That evil spirit was allowed to do that. He volunteered for that. And God let him do it. Why? Because of rebellion. Because that he would not receive the word of God in truth. But Zedekiah the son of Shaneah went near and smote Micaiah on the cheek and said, Which way went the Spirit of the Lord from me to speak unto thee? And Micaiah said, Behold, thou shalt see in that day when thou shalt go into the inner chamber to hide thyself. And the king of Israel said, Take Micaiah and carry him back unto Ammon, the governor of the city, and to Joash, the king's son, and say, Thus saith the king, Put this fellow in prison, and feed him with bread of affliction, and water of affliction, till I come in peace. And Micaiah said, If thou return at all in peace, the Lord hath not spoken by me. So when the individual, just headstrong, would not receive the word of God, God allowed an evil spirit, see, like in Second Thessalonians, talking about the Antichrist at that time, because people wouldn't receive truth, that God will send them strong delusions that they would believe a lie, that they all might be damned who believe not the truth. This happened to the king here in Israel at this point. I'm glad you joined us for the Concepts of Faith broadcast today. Now, before I leave the broadcast, this week is offer number 7238. It's entitled, His Word is Seed, Water, and Light. Two CDs for $15 plus $4 postage and handling, a total of $19. I believe you'll be blessed by this series because when you understand that the words that you're speaking based on the authority of God's Word is the seed that you're sowing, 
And Paul said in Romans 10, the word is nigh you, it's in your mouth and in your heart. How do you plant the word of God in your heart? You speak it out of your mouth. It's first in your mouth, then it gets in your heart. Now, I farmed for 29 years, and I can understand this maybe a little quicker than some folks, because I know that God's word is the seed, and the way you plant it is by saying it. Now, you need four things for a harvest. You need good seeds, you need to have soil to plant it in, and you need light. God's word is seed. Entrance of God's word is light. And the heart of man is soil. So God furnishes seed for the sower, bread for your food. I mean, God's furnished everything. And then you have to have water. Well, the Apostle Paul said, I planted, Apollos watered. Well, Apollos watered by speaking the Word of God, teaching the Word of God, and maybe in a little different manner than Paul did. He watered the soil of their heart. Maybe they didn't understand it completely when Paul said it, and he watered it. I mean, God will rain on your desert if you'll just let the Word of God get in your heart. So God's Word is seed, it is water, and it is light. The entrance of the Word bringeth light. I'm telling you, I done got excited about this. You need this series. It'll be a blessing to you. It's called His Word is Seed, Water, and Light. And I'll tell you what, it'll help you understand how to plant the Word of God. You plant it by saying, if you had faith as a seed, you would say. That's offer number 7238. His Word is seed, water, and light. Two CDs for $15 plus $4 postage and handling, total of $19. We have a toll-free order line, 1-877-396-9400. Until tomorrow, this is Charles Capps reminding you that the enemy is defeated, God is exalted, and Jesus is coming soon. To order the product offered today, call 1-877-396-9400 or write Charles Caps, P.O. Box 69, England, Arkansas, 72046. A complete list of CDs, books, and DVDs are available online at charlescaps.com. Through the website, you can listen to this radio program again and subscribe to our podcast. This broadcast is sponsored by Charles Capps Ministries and our listeners in this area.